Welcome to Tuesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. A lot going on. Let's jump into it. Number one, business on Broad Street is not slowing down. Several real estate transactions continue to unfold with a few pending. That among a series of closings along Broad Street as well. We have that update for you today as well as more to come later this week. You probably heard about this one already. A Second Amendment Sanctuary County rally is set for Friday in our, pardon me, Saturday in our Murchie. The U.S. House and even sheriff's candidates are expected to attend. We have details on the website this morning. Health news today. Floyd has pledged $100,000 to the Georgia Healthy Family Alliance to help cut tobacco use and vaping among young folks here in northwest Georgia. Also, business news today, the Floyd County Development Authority meets this morning at 7.30. They'll welcome a new member, Sonovus uh, Pre- Local President Scott Preston, takes Elaine Abercrombie's place as uh, President of and Chair of the Chamber of Commerce. Also, we have minutes from the December meeting for you as well. Uh, celebrating the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on Monday, lots happening downtown, great turnout for the Freedom March, the special program. And, of course, the community service projects by area students as well. We have that wrap-up for you this morning. Buzz news today. The sheriff's candidates are scheduled to address the Tea Party luncheon today at noon at Fuddruckers. Also, the Community Foundation has an announcement set for later this evening. Big drop in local gas prices and Habitat is seeking home applications. Weather news today. The Ware Mechanical Weather Center update. We had a possibility of flurries. We've not heard of any as of this recording, but uh, get ready for another cold one on tap tonight, low of 21. Uh, We'll see gradual warming trend later on in the week. As of right now, like we said, no flurries and no road issues being reported by Floyd E911 as of around 7 this morning. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. Dewey Keith Dill, Ms. Danita Diane Ferguson, Otis Milner, Mr. Terry Leslie Robin Redden. Uh, Public health restaurant inspection scores, they were off on Monday. Those scores will return Wednesday morning. Greater Community Bank Crime Watch report update on local arrests from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties now posted on the website. Truett's Chick-fil-A sports report. Don't forget, we're under six days away now from the 18th annual hot stove gathering by the Rome Braves. It is set for Monday, January 27th. We'll have details for you. The new general manager, Dave Cross, will be there as well as a host of Atlanta baseball officials. Also update on the Braves season ahead, including um, employment opportunities, Braves Brigade, and that type of stuff. Basketball latest high school rankings are out for local girls teams. Also, we have the schedule for boys and girls, local college basketball updates as well. Super Bowl is a week from Sunday, February 2nd, 6.30 p.m., Fox TV. will feature the Chiefs and the 49ers. In community sports news, tickets remain on sale for the 2020 Hall of Fame banquet set for Monday, February 10th at the Forum. Also, Harbin Clinic Clipper Conathon is coming up. The 5K run and two-mile health walk last year drew around 1,800 people. Uh, you can register now. The event itself is set for March 14th. Okay, our Tuesday rant of the day. We'll call this one Too Close to Home. Usually, when some of us think of Silver Creek, it's in a pleasing way. A Christmas tree farm, a very efficient but tiny post office, several respected churches, and for us at least, the home of one of our favorite pictures ever. That was the Tour de Georgia cyclist speeding by a community church and the famous creek. That's about more than a decade ago that photo was taken. Now go to Google, type in Silver Creek, and then also type in The Base. 
hit search, you'll see mostly the same story pop up again and again and again about three would-be terrorists arrested by Floyd County Police and the FBI last week. You'll read about the commando-style training on a 105-acre site in southern Floyd County and about a plot to murder a Bartow couple because of opposing beliefs. Look a bit closer to see where that news media is, which news media is carrying that story. The Wall Street Journal, National Public Radio, Canadian broadcasters, community newspapers throughout the country. This story didn't just go state line to state line. It made international headlines. Good old Floyd County, Georgia, once again, were not put into the best of light. But here's the surprising thing. The story basically died overnight. We expected hundreds and hundreds of Facebook comments on our website and others after the arrest. That didn't happen. As of Monday, we've counted under 100 total untrusted and, yes, even some of the pretend news sites in our area as well. Aside from the training grounds being, quote, too close to my house, end quote, most of the comments and expressions were those of sadness. In addition to Facebook, we expected some calls for action or perhaps calls for increased vigilance. As of this morning, we've seen nor heard any of that. One of our questions is why. Yes, the story broke at the start of a three-day weekend. It became a headline on the eve of the weekend commemorating the life, the spirit, and the drive of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But it also wasn't as if the story was competing with another big headline out there of the day. Are we afraid of the story or what it signifies, or does it ask questions few want to answer in the public arena? There were ties made to this story and to the rally Monday in Richmond, Virginia. Some reports say the three suspects arrested here were planning to attend the pro-gun rally. And then there have been some ties made between the Richmond demonstration and a planned Second Amendment Sanctuary County rally set for this Saturday in Armurchie. While maybe not apples and oranges, these actually are somewhat different events. From what we know so far, the Armurchie rally will draw politicians seeking your vote in the May and November elections. Several have been asked to speak. One in particular is wrapping herself in the Second Amendment in a bid to be your next representative in Congress. In some way, shape, or form, guns and politics will be big partners, shall we say, in the 2020 elections. Given the headlines of the past few days, we're just not sure exactly what we'll hear from those seeking office as we move deeper into the election year. But we're very anxious to see what you, the voters, have to say when those votes are counted in May and November. This is John Druckermiller from HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates throughout the day on HometownHeadlines.com. We hope to be at the Sheriff's uh, debate later on this afternoon. Other events coming up today as well, as well as the Community Foundation updates. Like we said, continuing updates on HometownHeadlines.com for now. Time to get out of here. We open, we close with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from our good friend Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.